Hey, Carrie Silken here, and it's time for the Last Stop Penn Station bonus episode. And I'm not with Ian Riccoboni at the moment. He's on the road, but I want to thank him so much for pushing me along with this project, along with our producer, AJ, from Bassan Creative, doing all the tech stuff that I know nothing about. I want to thank everybody who's subscribed, who's listened, who's given us feedback, who's uh, enjoying these this ride with us. My life, as well as the time, life and times in pro wrestling and Ring of Honor. I also want to thank some of our predecessors. This is like an Oscar, you know, thanking everyone. No, some of our predecessors. Guys that started this podcast world. Cabana, you, you know you're the podfather. Um, Jimmy Jacobs, who pushed me along. That's another story unto itself as well as the guys on social media who have big followings, who helped push this uh, a little better than it probably would have gotten organically. You know who you are. Seth Rollins, Adam Cole, uh, Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, Dalton, uh, Matt Taven, all my Ring of Honor. The people at Ring of Honor have been great, and we are just loving doing this. This is a bonus episode coming at you about the scams of New York City. That's right, the scams of the 80s. And they still exist today, so be careful of the Murphy. Be careful of Three Card Monty. Enjoy this episode, and we're going to be coming at you Friday with regular old episode five, where ROH goes to London and Brock's born for the first time. And uh, a lot of good wrestling stuff in there and some wild stories, and some strange characters, because that's what we love about this, those characters. So once again, thank you, everybody. Enjoy the bonus episode. Well, welcome, everyone, to this bonus episode of Last Stop Penn Station. The bonus. The bonus. The bonus. <laughs> right away, that has me off to my first thought of the bonus. The bonus. Would you believe we're going to be talking about my some of my uh, sales experience in this episode <laughs> and my canvassing experience? But do you believe? And but I didn't do it. But I was recruited one time while hanging out in Manhattan. Um, the park, Bryant Park. Bryant Park, okay. Now, Bryant Park now, if you go by it, is, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's the, the, the New York City Public Library mm-hmm. is on Fifth Avenue, and the back of it is Bryant Park. It's lovely with dining, shops, um, shrubbery, flowers, perfectly manicured. But throw yourself back to the 80s. And the manicuring was a series of uh, various drug dealers, mm. um, homeless people, uh, people hanging out. Wasn't a safe place, day or evening. So the bonus shot. What could that be? I'm hanging out, and there's these guys. Now, you've spent a lot of time in New York City, Ian. Yes, sir. Four years. Have you ever witnessed a street game 
of three card Monty? <laughs> no, that was long gone by the time. Do you I, know what that is? Sure, you you get three cards, and well, usually I'm more familiar with the the three shells. And, Same thing. Yeah, Go ahead. and the the ball under the shell, and you move it around, and you bet that you can pick the ball out of the shell. Right. So some gentlemen <laughs> who uh, I had uh, befriended for the day. One, this group of guys, one of them had a brilliant idea. Ooh, that guy could be, a, you could be a good shill for the Monty game. I'm like, what? <laughs> I sort of knew what he was talking about, but I didn't really want to admit it. So in the three-card Monty game, they would set him up. I've seen them as recently as maybe eh, 10 years ago. Really? Maybe a little longer. It's, it's not like they cleaned up Times Square and the three-card Monty went away. Hmm. So these guys would have, basically would take a garbage can <laughs> and, well, they needed a they needed a, a, a table, a platform. They didn't walk around the table. <laughs> so they took a garbage can and um, some cardboard, sort of like if you took a, a, a you know, what you get a case of beer in, flatten okay. it out. Yeah. And they would take three cards and there'd be two black, you know, they always be picture cards, mm -hmm. uh, two black cards and a red card. And they would be, you know, find the, find the red, find the red. And they would flip them back and forth, you know, face down. Mm -hmm. And what I was being recruited for was to be one of the shills. And you'd be walking down Broadway or 7th Avenue and you'd see three or four people playing the game and they're all winning. And once in a while, they'd have a, a, a loser after like three wins and the guy would be like, oh, damn. <laughs> but they, you know, basically they're winning. So when they had someone stop, the guy who was running the, running the cards would do it so slow. So when he would put the cards down, we almost have to do a video of this. He put the <laughs> cards down. He'd be like, okay, folks, here we go. And he'd show you in his hand, black, black, red, and red's in the middle. You know, red is, you see it. Yeah. It's in the middle. Well, it wasn't, and it, it was never in the middle. Really? And there was another, another, you know, the, and so at which point the dealer would then point to the mark, to the non shill. Okay. After he asks around, now the shills don't bet. Gotcha. Okay. Because they're waiting. So the dealer would say, uh, sir, sir, you see the red? And the guy would be like, I've seen this live. You know, guy would go, what's in the middle? And he'd say, $40. Wow. And he'd make them, and it would be put the money in my hand. Once they got the money in her hand, and it would always be black. <laughs> so I was recruited to be one of these shills. And the game was explained to me in great detail, which isn't a lot. They would have tricks. Once in a while, they would uh, flip the cards and the dealer would turn around to, as if to the far left, say, mm -hmm. like, you know, sir, come here, you know, you know, get in this game. <laughs> well, while his attention was turned to the left, one of the shills would pick up the, the red card that was laying to the opposite side of where the dealer was looking wow. and bend the corner. 
So you saw the court. Not only did you, so you saw, ooh, the red card. It's, wow. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they would do it again and it wouldn't change. And you saw the bent card wherever it was. Yeah. But invariably it was black. So. <laughs> I got a lot of questions. <laughs> where does the bonus game come? Right. We'll get to the bonus. When the poor rube, when the poor sucker that, and people would bet it when the poor sucker would, would, would put up the 40 and put it in the guy's hand, and it was black. He lost, and he'd be <laughs> slinking away <laughs> with his girlfriend. That was the dinner money, <laughs> or, or you know, he was gonna. They were gonna go out down to the village for a few drinks after the show, whatever it was, or just was money. The guy, as the people were leaving, the dealer would always yell, sir, sir, come back. I'll give you a bonus shot. A bonus shot. That was a. The bonus. The bonus. Wow, that was a, that was a bonus story. That's a bonus story. Well, what did you want to ask me about sure. that? Sure. The police had to, were the police on the take or were they, were they in on this? Were they well, some of the shows? I had a question for the guy who was recruiting me. Mm -hmm. What happens if the guy picks the right card. Right. You got to let somebody win, right? No. And you know what Never? his answer was? Just like, just like the carnivals of yesteryear, uh, nobody is going to win. Really? I, he goes, he says to me, my man, unless it's a gorilla, you know, a guy's like a brute. Yeah. We, we're not paying. And he says, if, and if it is a gorilla, if the guy's, if the guy's a, a you know, a lunatic. Six, eight, three fifty. Yeah. <laughs> what we do is my man over here referring to one of the house shills. It's <laughs> a major operation. Yeah. He'd say, Ooh, it's the police. And they just flip the thing over and everybody would disperse. Wow. Thus with the man's money. And hopefully the uh, big tough guy isn't chasing down. <laughs> He's, he, he says, the guy tells me most people are scared off. They don't want to be. Uh, but this is Times Square. This is in the, you said Bryant Park, Times Square. This is the middle of. They do it, would do it right on 7th Avenue. Really? Right on Broadway. And, and it was funny. In its heyday, there'd be three or, once there was one group. There, there, there's another. There'd be three or four days. <laughs> Hot we're market. Going, we're going at once. Um, which reminds me. And this is the beauty of doing this. I had no intention of talking of either of these things. <laughs> okay. But the number one, talking about games of no chance, mm -hmm. talking about getting fleeced, talking about suckers. Do you know what the number one uh, scam that's and then I'm not talking. I'm not talking about you know a stick-up guy. I'm not talking about someone who breaks the window of a car. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about fleecing someone. You know, when you fleece someone, they're they're taking part in it. They're basically handing over the money. Right. But even more unbelievable and treacherous. Then the Monty game, which is just a quick boom, yeah. boom. I had this friend of mine, and I was aware of this story 
because I another person I know got fleeced. But at one point in time, I had an apartment in Jersey City. And uh, this guy I was friends with, we called him Bad Boy, Bad Boy Beauvaird. This is the yeah. first time I've ever heard of yeah. that. Yeah, okay. He, he was a good guy, and, and um, I, he needed a place. To, you know, he had a job, and he was on the outs with his wife or his girlfriend, uh, and he, he needed a place to stay, like, for a month. Okay. He was going to get another apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fine. I could use the money. I had um, – this is in the, the Heights in Jersey City. Okay, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. – um, I let bad boy stay and, and he was, he was drinking and he was partying and so was I, but, uh, he had missed his, his rent, his meager rent payment. It it couldn't have been, it had to be like, you know, oh, look, give me 50 bucks a week. Is mm-hmm. that all right? Yeah, sure. Sure. So he hadn't paid me in a couple of weeks, but he promised that he would be coming home on this particular day and giving me the money. And, Eh, he missed a couple of weeks, you know, he's going to, he's going to pay up. Well, he comes home and he comes home late. And if you could, almost like the camel, mm-hmm. almost like the camel at this lowest with his head hung low. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so bad boy, he comes in. Shame right. washed across his face. Shame and embarrassment. And at the same time, mixed in with this, is he's going to now tell me a story like I'm going to tell you and our wonderful listeners. And by the way, I'm so happy with the response we've got. It's been incredible. It, it, thousands, thousands of listeners. Feedback off the, off the chart. We've been hearing from our friends, Adam Cole, CM Punk. Uh, Seth Rollins, Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, Dalton Castle. They've all been talking about it. It's incredible. It, it's its really nice. Um, so bad boy. <laughs> so <laughs> Go some, from some good men to, to, to a bad boy. <laughs> so, so he comes in and with his head hung low. Now, well, where I was going with this was not only does he have shame, not only does he have regret, but this, this like, oh, I know what it was. I get back to thought. Uh, this is your job. Unbelievable. Because <laughs> what he's going to tell me now is unbelievable, which was circles back to the beginning of this, where I said, this is one of the least reported scams. Because right, you're too embarrassed? Is that- it, it, so people that get fleeced in what I'm about to tell you, don't report it to the police. And it goes under the name of the Murphy. The Murphy. Yes. Okay. And right now, as we speak here in 2020, whether it's New York City, whether it's in Houston, whether it's in Paris, whether it's in Beijing, <laughs> the Murphy is in the full Murphy lives. The Murphy is in full swing. <laughs> I believe its origins, uh, its heritage. You know, I, I've asked people about this, and I had a friend that was a New York City cop, and he goes, "Ah, it's the gypsies." <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what are the I, well, yeah, that's a very uh, nondescript way of being. What are the gypsies and what are they doing? Right. So anyway, yeah, people are like, well, tell the damn story, Ready Carry. Okay, <laughs> so this is uh, Bad Boy Beauvais, Bad Boy's version. <laughs> I was coming back and from work and I got paid and I cashed my check and I was coming to the path train. And he, I think he was working like on 8th Avenue in the 30s. So he just had to walk to 33rd and 6th. 
You know the station. Sure. And those, right to Jersey City. Right. Yeah. And, and those are sort of long blocks. They are. In between you know, 6th Avenue and 7th Avenue. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in there, and I'm listening like, oh, this is a bunch of shit he's going to tell me. Yeah, because he owes you money and you're thinking he's going to spend another tale. Right. So he says, look, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I go, look, you probably just snorted it up. You know, well. just tell me that. You don't have it. He goes, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I. So I'm like, well, what happened? I see. He says, I got robbed. I go, what? You got you're okay? He goes, yeah, yeah, but I didn't, I go, what, did someone uh, pull a gun on you? Or what, what happened? He goes, well, you're not going to believe what happened. I'm walking down 36th Street, and all of a sudden, I'm getting near 6th Avenue, and all of a sudden, a frantic woman stops me on the street, and she's speaking broken English. He goes, sir, sir, can you help me, please? Help me, please. This is my first day in the country. Oh. And Mike's like, lady, relax, relax. He goes, no, no, no. I've got to find my sister. Here's the address. I don't know where this is. Yeah. So bad boy looks at me. I look at the address. And he had a decent familiarity mm-hmm. with New York City. And it's like. 321 Maple Drive, New York City. Hmm. So bad boys say, <laughs> oh, I don't know this address, ma'am. She's like, oh, help me. I've got a lot of money on me. I've got a lot of money on me. I'm, I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous. I have a lot of, he's like, take it easy. Take yeah. it easy. This is 80. You don't be yelling out <laughs> on the street. You have a lot of money on you. So bad boy tells me within by the time what I just said was being dispensed by the woman, there is another man walking down the street, just a regular, normally dressed guy. And she turns her attention to this second man hmm. who's, she starts this frantic, uh, the same rap. Yeah. So now, and, and bad boy's standing there going, so I'm standing there and she's, she's saying the same thing to this other guy and we're looking at each other. And he says the same thing, lady, cool it, cool it. So the guy comes up to me and says, did you ever see this address? He goes, well, not in Manhattan. Maybe it's in Brooklyn or maybe it's in Queens or the Bronx or Staten Island. Sure. But it, she's like, no, New York, they said New York, the lady said, <laughs> it's in New York City. I got a lot of money on me. And now the other guy mm-hmm. is, is telling her and Bad boy thinks this other guy is a straight. Is a, oh, oh, but he's, he's yes. a player. Oh, yes. no. So the other guy says to bad boy, hey, listen, let's, let's calm the lady down. Let's help her out. Mm-hmm. So she's got this paper with the address and a phone number. And so they're, the two of them are now trying to calm this woman. She's being ultra frantic. Yeah. And it's... Once again, this is not like it's four in the morning. No, there's like people going by. Five, six p.m. So probably. the guy says, the guy, the her guy number two, yeah, or a guy, uh, other guy says, lady, um, relax. There's a, a little coffee shop here. There's Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Let's just go in there, and we'll figure this out. And he and 
the guy says to me, "Is are you cool with that?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, wh- whatever." Yeah. So we'll help the woman. So th- he says, "So now I'm sitting at the table with the lady <clears throat> and the guy, and the she's frantic and she keeps." blubbering about having to find this sister, this relative, <laughs> and she has a lot of money. And the other guy's saying, jump late, take it easy. And, and bad boy's telling her to calm down. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she goes into her, the, the, the bosom of her, <laughs> of her blouse mm-hmm. and takes out a bundle, like a handkerchief, with a, that's like a, she's like, I've got a lot of money, a lot of money. And the guy's like, the other guy, number two, is like, and put it away. Yeah. And she's like, I'm very nervous. So she puts it away. And well, what happens is, and this is the part that is just why people don't report it. Cause what I'm going to tell you now, no one's going to believe people do. But bad boy did it, and hundreds of other people as we speak are doing it. Mm -hmm. What happens then is, after uh, this frantic thing at the table, the lady pulls out and she says, I trust you two. I trust you two. I'm going to go call. I'm going to go make a phone call to her. But I'm scared to go out on the street with this money. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, we'll go with you. No, no, no. Here, you hold the money. You hold the money. And no. I'll go out. So at which point she un she unties the handkerchief mm-hmm. may have belonged to the camel, <laughs> right. who we'll get to in a future episode. Yeah, one of the great <laughs> characters <laughs> known for his. Well, you uh, might have heard it already. Who knows? Sure. Come out. But she unbundles the handkerchief, and there is a fat roll of money in there. Wow. Uh, it looked like, you know, many hundreds and hundreds Matt of Hardy dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Hardy and Big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she says, and this is where Babo says, he, now, Carrie, I know you're not going to believe this. She says to the other guy and me, you guys hold the money, but put your own valuables in there with it. And the other guy's like, what? He goes, Please. You have a nice watch on. Just put it with my money. And you guys just hold it. It'll make me feel better. Oh, Jesus. So the guy puts his watch in there. Because he's got no skin in the game. Right. And he puts in like, you know, he's got like $25. Oh, Jesus. Bad boys check. You know, he was working some part-time gig. It might have been $150 or something. So he just says, I don't know why I did this, but I just took my wallet and I just put it in there. And so now it gets, the bundle is tied back together. With the handkerchief. The handkerchief. Oh, Carrie. And it's sort of sitting on the table. And the lady says, I'm going to go make the phone call. So she goes out. Five minutes goes by. Ten minutes goes by. Fifteen minutes go by. And now I'm sitting with this guy going, where the hell is she? We got all this money. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, this isn't right. Uh, There's all the phone booths on the corner. He goes, let me go look. He goes, here, just hold this, right? So the guy leaves. Yeah. And now another five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by, and he doesn't come back. 
So bad boy saying, and I'm sitting there and I don't know what to do. Yeah. So now it's like 20 minutes goes by. So finally he says, fuck it. <laughs> I go, and before he went out to look for him, curiosity, you know, he, he had the thing. He says, I, I stuck the thing in my, you know, it was like in the fall. I, I just stuck it in my coat. Yeah. And curious, so he's like, Dude, they left me here with all this money. Well, before he left the Dunkin' Donuts, he, he, he takes the thing out. And he unbuck, he undoes the handkerchief, opens it, and it's a bunch of newspaper rolled together. Oh. And they did the old switcheroo. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Thus known as the Murphy. So people, wow. are, people are so embarrassed yeah, about this. Um, this cop friend of mine told me that only one out of 20 of these <laughs> gets reported. Wow. That's the story. You only get the finest entertainment here. The finest facts. On the bonus episode, you're like the, you remember the masked magician when he revealed all the, how all the great magic tricks were done yeah. on TV. You're the masked magician like of, that? Of, uh, of street work. <laughs> so, well, I was never involved in a Murphy yeah. and I refused well, to do the three card For listening to Last Stop Penn Station podcast. Rate, review, like, subscribe, and share on your favorite platform. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or at laststoppennstation.com.